Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Welcome, listener, to another episode here at Voice of the Church. Today we begin a new series of meditations on motivations for Christian love. And as uh, we dig into that topic of Christian love, today we're going to think about uh, the message and the meaning of love. And for that, I want to read from 1 John chapter 3, verses 11 through 18. So this is what God's Word says. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? because his own deeds were evil and his brothers righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Everyone who does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Well, what if God loved us only with his words? What if scripture was not a recounting of what God did in history to save his people? But what if it was simply a book of timeless truths and comforting words about God's love for us? Would mere statements about God's love be enough to help us? I think more than ever today, it is easy for us to get away with loving people just with our words. There are many ways we can proclaim our love, but we can too easily get away with not actually loving people with our actions. Indeed, if God loved us with just words, then we would still be in our sins and we would not have hope beyond this life. But in our text today, we see a love demonstrated in the laying down of Christ's life for us. And in view of that love, John calls us to show forth the same kind of love. In verse 11, John tells us, this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. And first, John shows us what love is not. He calls us not to be like this man, Cain, Now, if you know the Bible, you might know the story of Cain from Genesis chapter 4. Cain had a brother named Abel, and they were biological brothers, but spiritually they were very different. Only Abel had faith in God. And so Abel gave an offering to God one day in faith that costed him something. And his brother Cain also gave an offering to God, but it wasn't very costly, and it didn't flow from faith. And so God accepted Abel's offering, but not Cain's. And so Cain became angry and jealous, and he murdered his brother. Well, John applies this to us and says in chapter 2, Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. John is very clear. If someone's life is characterized by hatred and anger, they abide in death. But in contrast to that, John says the Christian isn't to be marked by hate, but by love. 
You see, when God comes into a person's life, he evicts hatred from the home of our hearts, and he puts in a new tenant, the Holy Spirit, and the chief fruit of the Spirit within us is love. See, Christianity is never just about having the right knowledge about God in our heads, but also the right love in our hearts for God and for his people. Jesus said in John chapter 13, verse 35, By all this, people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The love of a Christian is what makes a person stand out in this world filled with hatred and division. The famous Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. put it this way, We must discover the redemptive power of love. And when we do that, we will make out of this old world a new world. Think about all the issues that are going on today that weigh on our hearts. Think about all the issues that divide neighbors from one another. What would it look like in this world if it was marked by love? What would it look like if the love of Christ filled the hearts of men? In a world of so much division and injustice, love is to be the peculiar mark of God's people. But what does this love really look like in action? Well, John goes on to tell us in verse 16 and 19, By this we know love, that he, that is Jesus, laid down his life for us. Again, in the world today, there's a famine of love, and people are desperately searching for real and true love. And many people define love in various ways, but who can show us better what love looks like than God himself? God shows us that love is more than words and good intentions. Love is beautifully expressed in John's words, by this we know love, he laid down his life for us. Here is love. God didn't just give us a book that described love in words, but the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us and showed the love of God in a tangible way. The Apostle Paul puts it this way in Philippians 2, verse 6 and following, Though he, that is Jesus, was in the form of God, He did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus gave up his divine privileges to save a fallen people. He was so committed to the plan of his father that he actually laid down his life for his enemies at the cross. See, to lay down one's life means that we give up something that is precious to us in order to help and serve another person. And that's what Jesus did. The good shepherd laid down his life for his sheep. Well, John now turns to the people of God in the very same verse and says, we also ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. See, the cross of Jesus informs how we love. The gospel is not just about us and God and our own personal ticket to get to heaven, but the gospel leads us to be a people of love. What does this look like for us? John shows us love is costly. It's about laying down our lives for the good of others. To lay down our lives doesn't mean that we are just willing to take a bullet for someone. That can be pretty heroic. But laying down our lives is a daily choice to die to ourselves for the sake of serving others. 
to prefer the interest of others above our own, to lay aside our privileges and our status to help others in need. What's beautiful in God's sight is the daily sacrifice of a mom who sacrifices herself for her children, or the costly love of a husband who loves his wife as Christ loved the church by caring for her needs above his own. What's beautiful in God's sight is when God's people invest time and energy into broken and struggling people and help them grow closer to Jesus. The Lord said in John chapter 15, verse 13, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So according to John, love is costly, but love is also particular and concrete. Notice John here says, If anyone sees his brother in need, For John, he views this brother as a person and not just a problem. It's easy to start thinking about people as problems that need to be fixed and not people who need to be loved. Moreover, today in our world, it's easy to love a cause or to just think in our heads, I'm a loving person. But what do we do when we actually see a particular brother or sister in need? John here says, if we have the world's goods, that is material possessions or wealth that could help someone, and we close our hearts against them, how does the love of Christ dwell in us? John reminds us that if the Spirit of Jesus lives in us, then we are to lay down our lives as he laid down his for us. Finally, John shows us here, love is more than words. John says, let us love not in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. According to John, true Christian love should show up in concrete ways. You should be able to see tangible expressions of love on your bank statement or on your grocery store receipts, or if someone looked on your schedule for the week, could they see evidences of love for brothers and sisters in Christ? Again, dear listener, there is a famine of love in our world today. There are people who are lonely and struggling and working against various battles. And God is calling us to love with our words, but also our deeds, because that is what Jesus did for us. God loved this world with more than words. He sent Jesus to lay down his life for us. And so may it be our heart's desire, even today, to lay down our lives for others. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll hope you'll join us next time for our next meditation as we consider different motivations to love as God loves us.